Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> I'm teasing. You look like no. a freshman. <laughs> well, thank you. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's gonna go to Trump. God damn. Worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But goddamn it, Chris, we need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. He ain't vote. He vote independent. Okay, so my son is really pressed about my outfit. Well, because it's showing too much. How am I showing too much? I don't want guys looking at you. Guys are not going to look at me, babe. Yes, they are. No, they're not. What are you going to do if they look at me? Uh, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. This is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. This is the Wake Up Coffee, Wake Up Juice. Mm, might be some alcohol in there. All right, uh, shout out to you. This is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Today, I thought about some things today that I wanted to talk about, about understanding the simp. All right, understanding the simp. And for all that simp and falling short, short of the glory of the free agent lifestyle, all right? All of us have worshipped the divine feminine at one point or the other. And some of us realize how making that effort is meaningless many times. And so uh, what we do is we try to educate men on how they're failing and, and their life and all that stuff. So uh, the truth be told, a lot of men have been simps in the past, almost all of us. All the, uh, almost all of us, of course, there's going to be that one guy was like, nah, I had these holes in check when I was in fifth grade and these girls were bringing me candy bars and Skittles and now and later. All right. So or as they say in the hood, not later. All right. But uh, many of us didn't have that opportunity. Many of us were raised by our single mothers. Many of us are were raised by weak men. Uh, they didn't demonstrate the value of of uh, standing on your own two feet and not having to simp for a woman. And oftentimes we get it misconstrued, okay, of what a simp is, all right, because there's really no good definition of the word simp. But the, the today, 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 instead of calling men simp and then using this vague language um, of what a simp is, what a simp is, we're gonna tell you some simp phrases that are commonly used by men to get in a better position with women in which they think they're going to get a better position women, women, and then they think they're going to, in essence, win. All right. 
So that's why we're going to distinguish what the simp is. Now, let me just tell you something. Just because you're nice to a woman doesn't mean you're a simp. Just because you get into a relationship doesn't mean you're a simp. Just because you marry doesn't mean you're a simp. We have definitions for those things. Like we call it getting on the plantation. All right. Bending knee. All right. You're, you're bowing down. So just because you choose one of those paths does not make you a simp. However, sometimes when you choose those paths in order to keep those paths going in the right direction, you have to simp. All right. You have to simp. So we're going to give you a couple of phrases that simps typically will use. And then we're going to see if you've used them in your life. And then we want to give you to correct it. All right. So like Jim H is saying, I feel this is not one of them, but I feel. Now, a man that says I feel is probably not very much of a man, all right, because I feel is an emotion. And emotions are fantastic, either angry, sad, mad, glad, or whatever. Uh, emotions make the world go round, okay? But however, you should not be using feel as a way to uh, demonstrate or as an example of what you're trying to express. Because I feel doesn't mean anything, all right, to a man. You have to know, you have to understand, you have to believe, you have to show, you have to do a lot of these things. You have to have evidence. You have to use to say, I figured out that. I understand that. I know that. I believe that. That's different than I feel. Okay, I feel is something that's not going to get be able to carry much weight. Now, women you will use I feel. In place of I know, I understand, I completely agree, I see that, okay, I see that instead of I feel that. See, that is basically saying we're going to use facts to um, to determine what I, whatever I'm saying. But if I say I feel in place of all of those things, well, then that person can just say I feel that, so therefore it's true. Well, we know that men don't operate like that. And men that use the words or phrase, I feel, before they say anything, what they are basically saying to me is they've had no male direction. They don't understand what consequences are. Many times they might have had too many sisters or too many female cousins around them, too many female aunts, too many, too many women around them to where he can try to say, I feel. Okay, you have to believe, you have to see, you have to understand, you have to acknowledge, you have to see with evidence. I've determined, not I feel. All right, so anyway, shout out to you brothers, man. This is just how we do. This is what, why we do what we do. We do what we do to try to educate men to get back on the right path. Uh, right path. And our society is very much a feeling society. And I think that takes the fun out of things. Okay, it really takes the fun out of things. It's really deflating. When people use their feelings to determine everything in life. All right. Um, and everybody has a sob story. You sob story ass people out here. Right. You know, every time somebody gets in trouble, here they come. Oh, well, what had happened was in my past. I was beat up on the playground in fifth grade. My mother kicked me in the nuts. You know, they start coming up with all kind of excuses. It's because I'm black. I grew up in the hood. All my homies are either dead and in jail. Hold on, let me do it again. All my homies are in either dead or in prison. I grew up in a gang infested culture. All right, I grew up in a trailer park 
drinking Mountain Dew, eating beef jerky and sunflower seeds and, and Funyun rings. All right. Everybody got a sob ass story. Okay. This is just ridiculous. Hold on. Here's another one. I feel like I haven't found my soulmate. My soulmate before she broke my heart. You're breaking my heart. Whoa. You're breaking my heart. Pretty brown eyes. When I was a kid, my mother used to leave me at home to raise all the other kids. And she used to put our food in, in dog bowls. All right. That's the reason I robbed the liquor store. All right. <laughs> Lord. I'm like, y'all some, oh my God. Every time you get in trouble, you're going to wriggle out of it. I had dyslexia. I couldn't read and interpret anything. Nobody ever told me any of this information. I'd never been to the library before. Um, they never take inner city kids to the library. <laughs> like what the hell, bro? Y'all don't make an excuse for every damn thing in your life. This is simp language too, man. I look guys, take your hands and cuff your balls, guys. Cuff your damn balls. Hey, here's the deal. I see a lot of dumbasses that are millionaires or very successful in this life. And I see a lot of smart people that are ham and eggers. All right. There's no excuse. There's real, literally no excuse. And and what 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 I'm trying to get people to understand. What I'm trying to get people to understand is that this is your one life. I said this in the free agent book. A lot of the free agent lifestyle book. A lot of people have said this. You literally beat the odds, miraculous odds, to be here. I'm. This is a reminder. I know you've heard me say this before. You beat miraculous odds to be here. There were millions and gallons and gallons of guzzle up suck seed that your mama could have swallowed. It could have been let off on the napkin. It could have been let off on her belly button, on her titties. It could have been let off anywhere. She could have swallowed it right down the gullet. But no, your daddy roared all up inside your mama, which is a, which is a miracle amongst itself. Guys, that's miraculous. Because how many dudes done pulled out? How many dudes then let her swallow the succeed? Put it on the floor. It's sitting there on the back. It's in the wet spot. So your dad literally left it in there and, and, and roared up in your mama. That was a miracle. <laughs> and then not only that, out of the millions of succeed that was all up in her, in her um, esophagus, <laughs> in her esophagus, all up climbing to her esophagus, out of the millions and millions, you literally were the one who made it. I mean, and and you you people are out here complaining, brothers. We are literally walking miracles. But we have a lot of entitled people here. So I just wanted to let you guys know <laughs> what happened here. I don't know why. You, I, I saw a brother on the bus stop today. I saw a brother on the bus stop. And I, for some reason, I've seen him three days in a row. I've seen them three days in a row, two days at the same time. So I'm taking my kids to school um, and I saw him again and I saw him on Sunday and then I see and I saw him on the same corner. I was like something, you know what I mean? There's something there, <laughs> something I should know about that man. All right. And so I was like, damn, that is the third day I saw this dude. And so um, then I saw him sitting on the bus stop this morning. All right. And he just had a it was he was a big black dude. He was big and he had a cane, but he he wasn't old enough for a cane. Something must have happened to his foot or maybe he had too much weight bearing on his 
joints or something like that. But he has a cane and he's sitting on a bus stop. And I'm going, there's that guy again. So that's interesting. And he was just staring off into the, he was just staring off like this here. And I was like, damn. I was like, yo, that brother must be going through something. And he had the same clothes on, same clothes, same short, same, same shirt on. He didn't look homeless. He just looked like he wasn't in his right position. I'm sitting there like, what's up with that bro right there? I got to know his story. What, what, what's going on? He might be in a struggle. He might not know any way out. No way out. And I'm like, he, he looking for some direction. He doesn't realize how much of a miracle he is. So whatever he's going through, he doesn't realize that he's a miracle. He doesn't realize how much time he has left. He doesn't realize how much he's taking life for granted. He doesn't realize that this is your only life. This is not a practice life for the afterlife that you wish to live. I know you guys believe in the afterlife, but uh, I'm just going to say you're probably going to take a dirt nap after this one, a long one. All right. And so your soul's going to rest somewhere else. Many of you guys, if you believe in hell, y'all probably going to be in hell at this particular point, but that, that's neither here or there. But I'm like, don't focus on the afterlife. You need to focus on this life. This is the life where you're going to get it done. All right. And so if you feel like you're completely lost and you have no direction, you need to try to find direction because you need to try to win up in this mug. Try to win something. Try to win one day. Try to win a week. Try to win a year. We want brothers to win up in this mug. We don't want people, and not just brothers, we want people to win. I want people to win, but I think people take life for granted. You guys really seriously shit on life. Shit on life. It's crazy, man. Anyway, let's get in here. Don't take a dump on life like that. I mean, you're a miracle. Once, the, once that ticker stops ticking, that's it. Guys, there's no coming back. No way out. Man. Anyway. Shout out to everybody. We want everybody to have a good day and a good life out here. You know, you guys really take life for granted. And then when you get here, you really take life for granted. And we, I, I, one more thing. I know I'm going off here. One more thing. The amount of things that we boggle ourselves down with or we, 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 we hold ourselves down with our own self is, is ridiculous, right? So we have these relationship issues. You have relationships with uh, issues with race. All of these gender issues, all of these things that distract us from really enjoying life. That's why I said in chapter three, don't box yourself in. Don't get involved in these situations because there are situations many times you can't correct. And even if you try to correct them with information and facts, nobody wants to hear that. Okay. They want you to go off into some Disney fantasy. I'll give everybody reparations and then make up for this and make up for that and make everybody happy. Uh, there was a utopia at one particular point. We should live in the utopia. We should live in a matriarch. Women know, but the things we actually sit here and distract ourselves with, I mean, you're basically showing that you're taking life for granted. And you shitting on your ancestors, by the way. All right, you guys shit on your ancestors so bad. I mean, I remember when wives complained about doing the little housework they're doing right now. I'm like, do you realize what women had to do to wash clothes and laundry? They used to have to beat it against a rock. All right, wash it against that little thing one shirt at a time, hang it up. All right. Now we got all, all, all kinds of devices. And not only that, we were lucky to be born in America. We were lucky to be alive in the year 2000 plus. OK, we could have been born in the damn dark ages in Europe where the Moors conquered Europe. OK, that's where we could have been out here fighting at 16. 
getting no peace leave. So I'm telling you, man, I tell you, we really take life for granted. I want you guys to enjoy this life. So anyway, shout out to XL Pro Services on the Cash app. He says, uh, showing support. Thank you. Hey, dude, XL Pro Services deserves a round of applause at this particular point. He always showing support every single day, every single weekend. Shout out to Bryant Horsley. Also, also, let's give him a round of applause, too, on the Cash app. Thank you again for being here, brothers. Warhammer says if she don't remember nothing personal about you, you're a simp. If she don't remember nothing personal about you, meaning your birthday, potentially, she don't remember that. Hey, you simping for her. All right. Moose Hefner says Doja Cat hit it or quit it. All right. So maybe we can pull that up. Um, let me see here. I got to pull it up to remind myself. I've only seen a picture of her once, but I've been hearing her music lately. All right. So we'll, we'll include her. Synopsis Jones, shout out to the coach gang. If you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me because. I got money. Don't be bad at me because I'm charging people for my time's materials and effort. Shout out to DG Seymour, another brother that is always here. Shout out to you. Eddie says, I only sent for jawbreakers and Nas coach. What is Nas? All right. But shout out to you. Is that a pause too? Simon Small investment fund from the free agent lifestyle hot sauce. Shout out to you. Yes, sir. With the evil laugh. He wanted the hot sauce fund. All right, Truth is in here. Truth says, uh, what up, though, Coach? He says, let me get that if you're broke. Just say that. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And shout out to her. We might have to put her on Hidden and Quitting as well. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Somebody go screenshot that and make that a meme. Shout out to No Drift. Salute to the coach gang. Stay efficient. Stay efficient. For real. You guys got to bend. I mean, I I, I'm, uh, I had my courses conquer unapologetically masculine. Uh, I had all those courses trying to teach you how to organize your time. All right. And uh, be more efficient in life. I'm a busybody. <laughs> I'm a busybody like hell, man. I'm a busybody. I know you think I'd be sitting at this desk all day long. Just now what do I do? Man, my calendar be filled up. I'm like, damn, I wake up in the morning. Like some days I have one of those days and I be like, I just want a day where it's just chill. And it's never, I never get one, but I don't want one anyway. All right. I'm pretty overly consumed with, with the things that I like to do. This is why I don't make time for other people. Like, can you do, nah, man. I'm like, when people come to hang with me, not hang with me or do work, I'm like this. I'm like, hurry up. Like we on a schedule. All right. Let's not bullshit and waste time sitting around yip yapping. I'm like, let's go. And I, it doesn't matter if it's like, even if you're not making money, I was always just on the go. I'm on the go. I'm just like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I don't have time to be sitting around three and four hours to talk. All right. I hate talking. All right. I know you hear me talking, but when this show goes off, I'll be over there quiet as hell. Doing what I'm doing and driving in the car quiet. So let's see here. Stay busy, guys. This is how you also stay out of trouble. Idle time is the devil's time. Shout out to No Drift for the coffee this morning. Let's get to the business here. I don't love hoes. I'm sharing them. I ain't loving them. Oh, handcuffing them. Because, baby, I'm simping. Shout out to Tony Yayo. I lay my simp game down when it comes to these women. All right, so here we go. Viewer discretion is advised. This is going to be some name calling today. 
you're going to hear a little bit of name calling because I'm going to call out behavior or languages that are typically used by men in order to make themselves good around the company of women. And the reason why they do this is because they think this is the best possible way that they can get into the good graces of women. But unfortunately, we know that women make a lot of bad choices in men. Some of the most choosiest and pickiest women always seem to pick the worst men. Have you noticed that? Mm. Oh, I'm very picky on who I select. And they're 0 and 50 in relationships. Go ahead and give them an L. Like, how are you saying you're picky and you've picked all the wrong guys? I mean, you shouldn't be picky. All right. How about give a lot of other uh, opportunities a chance here? So, um. Here's the first simp phrase that you're going to hear a lot of guys say. Here it is right here. I'm not like most guys. I'm not like those other guys. I'm not like those red pill guys. I'm not like Kevin Samuels. I'm not like Coach Greg Adams. I'm not like the angry man. I'm not like those guys. Okay. And it's easier for them to say something like this because they think that this is the shortest cut in getting what they want which is the validation of women. These guys live for the validation of women. And I understand this. I once lived this life. No more do I live this life. I really don't care if you like me or not. This is probably a benefit of being old or a benefit of being in a position where I do the selecting, all right? But if a person, man or a woman, doesn't like me, the hell with them. I don't care. But a lot of guys think that this is the shortest cut because they have maybe have an absence of money. They have an absence of personality. They have an absence of look. So they don't have the look. They don't have the height. They don't have the chocolatey skin. They don't have the muscular. They don't have the musculature right? or whatever it is. And so this is the easiest way they're going to get into some panties. They're going to validate themselves into some panties. And then you, you basically can determine that they are addicted to women's validation. So what they're trying to do is distinguish themselves from the men who she's crying about. So she comes to you and she says, I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. Nothing in the world could take us back to where we used to be. <laughs> and I'm giving you my heart and soul. Shout out to Mariah Carey. And she's crying on your shoulder. Oh, baby, it's okay. You need to not date men like that. Why do you keep choosing these men? Oh, I don't know why I keep choosing these men, but I keep choosing the wrong one. Well, look. A man like me, don't even waste your tears on that insensitive man, okay? And so you're telling her don't even waste her tears, and you're going to be like, see, you need to pick a man like me. Oh, baby, you need a man with sensitivity. Shout out to Rob Transfan. So in this situation, you're going to let her cry on your shoulder, and you're going to tell the whole world, I'm not like those other men. So she posted the post on Facebook. Here you come. Here you come to save the day. I'm not like those guys. If they have a red pill post and a whole bunch of dudes are going in, what that guy's going to say, man, you guys need to man up. You guys need to treat these women like they and then insert any pedestalization language that you can find. And his effort to get validation and head pats, you're such a good man. You're not like those other guys. He doesn't understand that that woman don't like guys like you anyway, other than the little East Lee validation that they're going to get. You're addicted to the East Lee. Okay. You're addicted to East Leaf. You're addicted to validation online. For some reason, you don't believe these things. Okay. We know you don't believe these this way. You're a man. It's impossible for you to believe this way. 
but you think this is going to get you in the good graces of women. And later on, they're going to give you some peace leave as payment or East leave. Yeah, they're simpleholics and the simponomics don't work the same. See, the, the key to a guy like this is to understand they have an absence of qualities that prevent them from getting women the way they want to get them. And so they have to say things like this. I'm not like those other guys. I'm going to distinguish myself from the Kevins. I'm going to distinguish myself from the coaches. Oh, hell no. I'm not going to be like those guys. I really love and then insert any validation language. So when you hear guys do this, and, and women will say these girls that do this are pick-me's, right? Uh, they're pick-me's. But what you have to understand is uh, even if it's a pick-me or not a pick-me, she still has no power other than to let that man in between her legs. She's the gatekeeper. Men, on the other hand, has a, have power, and we have strength in numbers. But unfortunately, men stab each other in the back way too much. Men are never on one accord. We're always trying to distinguish ourselves from the other men in order to get into some panties. All right. That is always the bottom line. That is the bottom line. I mean, that is how we interact with women. Had women not had a peace leave, we wouldn't interact with them at all. They'd be out in the wild right now, still running around naked, trying to get chased from the woolly mammoth and the saber tooth tiger. We wouldn't even help them. We would just be like, damn, there goes another one. That's just like when you see uh, a bird grab a squirrel. All right. We just be like, damn, I guess he just needed that squirrel. All right. You don't do nothing about it. But now because they have that thing that we want, we protect them. We go after them. And there's a massive amount of competition around men so that if they do see men mess up, it's an opportunity for them to slide up in there. I'm going to slide up in here. There's a lot of content creators in this so-called space that all they do is reverse the messages that they hear from the popular uh, YouTubers. All right, so a popular YouTuber is going to say this, and then they'll go there. They'll, they'll go on their channel and reverse the message, basically saying, I'm not like most of those guys. I'm not like those guys. Meanwhile, meanwhile half of their audience are guys from the, the, the other guy's channel that they're rebutting. And I know this because you come to my channel acting like I'm sub to them, and you'll say, well, this guy's talking about you. And he basically reverses the message of what I'm saying. This is a guy that not to be trusted. You never trust guys like that. They're, they're, um, they're untrustworthy characters. These are the guys that when you're friends, you're friends with them, they cop block you in front of your own girlfriend. They disrespect you in front of your own girlfriend. Now you got the goods, you got the money, you got the status, you got the girl, and this dude will come and cock block you right in front of your own girl. These are the guys like this. These are the guys that will weasel their way into your girl's friendship while you're not looking, while you turn your back. Oh, homeboy, you can trust me. I'll pick up your girl and make sure she gets delivered to the right spot. And then he'll be trying to do what? Dirty Mac. He'll be trying to dirty Mac. He's a snake and he's not to be trusted. And so when you see a snake, all right, you got to also, you got to let him uh, crawl on his belly just like the, the other snakes in the world. So I'm not like these guys is basically the biggest simp language you can have out here. One of the biggest and it's number five. Yeah, the sneak dissers and the dirty mackers. And uh, I'm going to talk about this guy because he's more successful than me. Okay. He's more successful than me. So I'm going to just go ahead and take him down. And oftentimes it backfires and it does nothing but get these men pissed. So these are emotional men. These men have emotional issues. And most of it stems from their need to validate women or them growing up with a single mother. All right. That is the biggest thing to overcome as a young man. Recovering from single motherhood. 
If you can recover from single motherhood, you can win. If you can't, you're going to take a bunch of L's. All right, so let me take that down and do, we'll do number four, okay? Where are we at here? Number four, we got five, four, three, two, and one. Number four, simp language. But what about peace leave, all right? Or, but coach, she thick, or where the hoes at? Where the hoes at? All right, so this is simp language. So let's start at where the hoes at? All right, this is basically said by men who can't find the common company of women on their own. And so they need the help and direction of other simps. Meaning we're going to go here and there's probably women over there. Meanwhile, the other guys follow this guy to go to see where the hoes at. So whatever decision of activity he's going to do, He's got to determine where the hoes at. There's got to be hoes where we're going or it's not worth going. Okay, so that's that type of guy. No, whatever I'm doing, I'm not going to get up out of my chair unless there's hoes there. So that guy needs the validation of women. He needs women to be there in order for him to have fun. If there's no women there, he's going to not have fun at all. He's going to do nothing. He's just going to sit there. That's a simp. That's a big time simp. So we, we go into the club. Hey, is there going to be some hoes there? We going to the university. Is there going to be some hoes there? How the hoes look over there at that university? All right. That type of thing. I'm going to go to this school because they got the good hoes at. The hoes are there. And they make all of their choices in life based on where the hoes at. <laughs> all right. And you're sitting there like, good look. Would you go fishing, hunting, fishing? Would you go do something? Go play some basketball? Go take your big stinking ass feet out there and go play some basketball. Shoot some, shoot a couple jumpers on Friday night. You don't have to be with hoes on Friday night. Who told you you had to be with hoes on Friday night? Who told you you have to go shake your ass on Friday night because hoes are there shaking their ass? Why don't you have your automatic layups on Friday and Saturday? Okay, but you can't, you don't have any, so you got to go ahead and go out and find out where the hoes at. All along, you standing on the side of the wall like, oh, yeah, Sean, man, I will hit that, Sean. Oh, she thick. She thick in here. Oh, my God, you see her, man? I'm about to go talk to her, Sean. These type of guys, all right? They always got to be in the company of women. Now, it's not that women are bad company, but a lot of times they're using these women in order to get to other women. The women in this group, they're not, they're not giving them nothing, all right? So he's got to be in the company of women, but he's not even doing anything well to get some of the women he's in the company in. Here's the next one, but she thick coach, but coach she thick. All right. So when you hear a guy say that, all right, basically you're trying to get men to understand that, um, that uh, you're putting in a position of manipulation. Manipulation is always on the table. I don't care if you have masculine frame or not. Manipulation is always on the table for a woman. She's always going to test how much rope you're giving her. You give her an inch, she'll take a whole big old country mile. This is why you, if you want relationships, you got to be on top of it. You can't be like, oh, I'll trust you. No, you got to be on top of it. But when a guy says, but coach, she's thick, he's basically saying because of her appearance, I'm going to break all the logical rules to deal with her. Okay, because she got a big booty or fat titties or whatever it is that you like, fat calves, fat ankles, whatever it is, you're going to break all the logical rules in order to deal with her. And you're going to apply all the fantasy rules in order to deal with her. So this woman gets the fantasy, but you're going to keep the holes in check over here. This means you don't have enough control 
over what you're going to get uh, and what you're going to do with this woman. And she's going to be in play for manipulation. This man believes that there is no other way to transact peace leave other than letting the woman break the rules against him. Same thing is what about peace leave? So I tell you, hey, hold the line, stay standard, work on yourself. But what about peace leave? So when you're telling me peace leave trumps all of these other things, that would be simp language. Because she opens her legs, that breaks every that breaks every rule. Now, normally when you do something like that, you're going to find out that breaking that rule was not worth it. You'll be like, damn, she got over on me. Damn, she manipulated. Oh, I should have saw that coming. But she was thick. Damn, I should have took a week off. Damn, I shouldn't have went out this weekend. But there was peace leave. What about peace leave, coach? So when you figure out that there's other way to transact peace leave, other than going to where the hoes are at, other than spending all excess time and in, 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 in money, trying to get women, to, trying to impress women into transacting peace leave. That's what you're doing. You get your good clothes. All right. You get your good cologne on. These all things cost money. All right. You get your nice shoes on. And then all of a sudden you think that if you do a good job of presenting a nice appearance, women are going to do what? Transact peace leave. And it doesn't work like that all the time. Right. But I know every time I say I got money, she's going to come over here and give me what I want. I didn't have to get up off my ass. I showed up in, in Nike slides. I showed up with basketball shorts on and a tank top. And I showed up at 930 and I'm sliding out at 11. All right, I'm going to get what I need and I'm going to get, but you don't want to do that because you're a better man. You're leaning on morality. And oftentimes broke people lean on morality and righteousness, the poor righteous teachers. So that's how they get into, uh, they, well, no, no, I'm not going to use money for this. I'm going to go, I'm going to go enjoy the chase. I'm going to enjoy the chase. Now, if you have a guy and you have plenty of people on your bench and you're going out, that's completely different. But these are different from the guys. They they basically got nothing going on or something that they're not pleased with. So they have to go where the hoes are at. They have to make exceptions to the rule because she thick. They have to break the rules because she has a vagina. Because of his desire to ramrod a woman, she gets all the exceptions. She gets exceptions because she got a big fat booty. Now, guys, most of the time, I don't know if you guys know. This is something that I've come up with. Uh, Mother nature gives, father time takes away. I know you might have heard someone else say that, but I was one of the people that said that primarily. All right. People have said something similar, but I've said that. All right. Mother nature gives, father time takes away. Now, here's the deal. Women who have fat booties who have enough fat or lack of fat distributed amongst their body in the right areas did nothing to achieve it. They did zero to achieve it. Now, this is just the reality of the world. So there might be some women sitting right now that have pretty feet. And shout out to the ladies with the pretty feet. Y'all need to really do your due diligence. Y'all ninja watching me, and I don't appreciate it. Send feet pictures to the coach. Get on my Snapchat. Send me a couple feet pictures. <laughs> okay, so a woman that has pretty feet did nothing to achieve those pretty feet. She just ended up with pretty feet, and I have a desire for pretty feet. And it just worked out that way. Now, if the woman had ugly feet, she had nothing to do with that. She just got hit with the ugly stick. Same thing as face. A woman has a pretty face. She did nothing to achieve that. A woman has a fat rear end. Most of the time, she did nothing to achieve that. A woman has a big rack. 
She did nothing to achieve that. She basically was blessed by Mother Nature. Father Time's going to come after that ass at some particular point. But while she has that, while Mother Nature has presented her with that, all she had to do was wake up, go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep. She's going to make the best use of it, which is fine with me. I'm totally fine with that, ladies. I'm not mad at you for that. But what I do see men do is they basically take those blessings and then they pedestalize her because of those blessings. And then, in essence, they break all the rules that they would have for a woman without the, the right fat distribution in their body. That woman has to toe the line. But then when this woman comes along, she don't have to toe the line. That's going to put you in a simp position. All right, just to let you know. All right, so anyway, let's take that down. Let's do this. Uh, where are we at? Let's do uh, Super Chats, and then we're going to play... We're going to play uh, hit it or quit it. All right, that's what we're going to do. Shipwreck says, Coach, paying my dues to all the young men. If you have a career. So I could focus on my career. Or at least a good paying job, good credit. Never, he says, no kids, never marry or divorce and not in jail or pay child support. You're considered a success in today's world. So he has a good paying job, a good paying career, good credit. All right, which is not easy to obtain for a lot of men. He has no kids and he never married a divorce yet. Yeah. And no jail or child support. Guys, yeah, you're one of the few. You're one of the few and the proud. And there's a lot of guys that still will be unhappy with their lives. Still will be unhappy with their lives. I'm like, you're winning. You're winning. And broke is not uh, necessarily people who don't have enough money in their budget for, for uh, discretionary spending. Broke is you're just not achieving, like you don't have a job. That would be broke. Broke is not when you made your check and you just paid all the bills barely and you got $50 left. That's not really broke. You're actually treading water. You're treading water. But you do have to level up, guys. The days are gone where you could just depend on one job, unfortunately. King Judah can't change a simp. They think. You are in competition for her validation. They want to catch the crumbs from Chad's table. Hit me with the. And that's. I'll you. play the whole video. Yes, they do. All right. Um, yeah, there's a lot of guys that love crumbs. They love the crumbs. And they will act like this woman is the best thing since sliced bread. You ever see that? This is the problem with um, using women as validation. Um, because we, we've all done this, right? A trophy wife. You're kind of using her to get validation from other men. You really probably don't even aren't even aroused sexually by this trophy wife, but you know she fits the image of a trophy wife. But a lot of guys, a lot of times these guys like other type of women, but she fits the image, uh, especially if you're a successful man. A woman is nothing more than a, a big house, a, a fancy car and an office in the corner, corner office. And then you put wife on top of that. That woman will fall in line with his trophies. Unfortunately, that's how it works. He's not going to have an ugly fat woman and then be successful with a corner office and then have a nice car, Lamborghini, and a big house. He's not going to, he, in order to complete that, he's got to have the attractive wife. But normally what happens is um, for, for men, for men in this situation, um, they, will, they will accept the crumbs from other men and think they're still winning. For instance, uh, they keep talking about Boyce Watkins. Boyce Watkins and what he did, he proposed to that 40-something-odd-year-old woman. 
and it was an uncomfortable proposal. It looked awkward. It looked like they were more buddy buddies, chummy, the way she was hanging on him. They didn't look romantic. And he went and proposed, and she said yes. And then there's that picture where she's standing next to some other man, and it looks like she's leaning into that, to that guy. See, that type of thing right there is going to lead you to simpism. Okay, it's gonna get it's gonna break your heart. You're gonna get your heart broken. You're gonna get your heart broken like that because you're gonna find out she was like, Well, I did it because you offered it, but I really didn't like you like that. You know, you're gonna get your heart broken. But it's okay. Everybody's got to learn. Let's play the fool that's you. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. And her bird brain mind thought that that was good for Sharon. I mean, that literally is the guy you do not want to be. Do not, you do not want to be that guy. And that's you. you are not winning. And so we talked about Boyce Watkins. Somebody said she didn't even say yes to the proposal. Oh, Boyce, don't do this. Don't spare yourself. And so uh, she will say then later she was coerced into it. She felt bad. He was recording it. It was a live stream. Uh, you know what I mean? It, 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 and uh, after he's done helping raising her kids, she's going to pull the carpet from up under his feet. All right. King Judah got you, brother. Michael M says simp. Petrus, 2022 nominated coach. Petrus, who was that? Who that? Who was Petrus? I don't even know what that is. Maybe you need to uh, clear that up. Clear that up for me, brother. Mimit the second, my friend in real estate tells me there is panic after the latest interest rate hike. Apparently, arms are going to be a thing again. Really? Really? I mean, that's the only way you're going to be able to get people qualified for real estate. That's going to be interesting. Uh, adjustable rate mortgages have still been around. Uh, people are still using adjustable rate mortgages, but people, in order to qualify, it's going to be hard for the normal normie to compete in this real estate market. It's going to be really difficult because a lot of investors are getting in position. They're offering all cash uh, prices. It's going to be interesting. All right. My man Inko 801 Pop says saving $250 a week for 10 years and you'll save $133,000 plus from just a 0.50 interest rate. How much money have men wasted on dating and marriage? So if you're a guy who wants to know the bottom line to that, you'll be appalled at how much you spent on dating and marriage, right? You'll be appalled at how much. I want you guys to try that, by the way. I want you guys to try that because a lot of guys feel because because they refuse to use money as a leader, right? As a lead in, don't lead with your wallet. So what you'll do is say you're getting it for free, but I can guarantee <laughs> there is no way I would make a spreadsheet. I want you to punch in these numbers, punch it. You'll be appalled at how much money you spent. 
and not only how much money you spent, how much time you wasted. Men are never honest with themselves. And this is because we are in competition with each other, right? So we want to say we know best. But I can guarantee I spend way less money on women than you do. Way. I mean, it ain't even close. Look at look at my wardrobe. <laughs> look at my wardrobe. And it ain't like it's impossible to get any at my old asset. Please, you'll be appalled. I mean, you'll be you're spending hundreds, if not a thousand dollars a month on women. Every single month. <laughs> yeah. People think they gotta evade pain. Oh. Man, you will get sh you will be shocked at how much you're literally paying on a daily basis. The clock is ticking. And so you the, the thing that they distinguish themselves as uh the woman doesn't directly get paid. But, you know, you're, what you're understanding, our understanding is that that ecosystem is all the same. All right? As long as you're contributing to the dating and relationship market ecosystem, that's payment, brothers. Meaning restaurants, okay? Uh, restaurants, clothes, shoes, cars, men buy nice cars, not for themselves most of the time, but in order for women to look at them. So put your car payment in there. Put your little nice downtown apartment rent in there. You could get something for way cheaper, but no, you want a place to bring the hose. All your decorations and all of that stuff. Okay. And that's just the money. The time equals money. All right. Every time you got to stay and she got to stay over and cuddle with you, just add up the hours. Tick, 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 Every Uber eats, every coffee, whatever you want, it's all payment. Well, no, the hoes don't get the money directly. No, the ecosystem gets the money in which she can still participate in this round and round game of dating. Juno, my shout out to you, coach. The Simps were at the new edition concert this weekend, shuffling for peace leave. Oh, man. Yeah, you go to concerts to go see the women. Where the hoes at? I know they're going to be mad hoes at the new edition concert. Talking about sunny day. Everybody loves them. Can you, baby, can you stand the rain? You'll be like, can you stand the rain? The hoes out there, yeah. This I know is true. Can you stand the rain? That's what y'all doing. And you spent $160 to go to that concert to look at women. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Here it is. Here's a guy right here. Here it is. Bam. And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. All right, I'm, I'm singing a lot of songs today. There's a guy right here. Let's see what he's talking about. We got time today. We got time to shuffle. Let me see if I can get to the comments fast enough and get him. Where is he at? Let's get him. Where is he at? Uh, see if I can get him. Maybe we can answer your question. See, I know how to share. Um, the greatest lift says, I do not understand how any of you are winning when you continue to center your life around women and you're not excluded because you trick. Hold on for a second. I don't understand 
how any of you are winning when you consider. I mean, I don't consider to sit. I, I know you're, you're not talking about me, are you? But then the, the last part of the sentence gets me. You're not excluded because you trick. <laughs> Again, black men. You know, the, the, the melanated man in this country is always behind about 25 years. About 25 years. Okay. And at some particular point, you'll realize that you're behind, all right? The men who are ahead of the game really understand life. But I still have black men, melanated men, that are still talking about pimping. Now, hold on for a second. This is really, really a problem for black. Black men are, they're 20, they live life 25 years in the past. They don't realize time, time keep on slipping, slipping into the future. Black men literally never leave their area. First time they get on an airplane, they're 46 years old. 46. They buy their first house at 53. And they still harken back to the 1990s. They sitting back in the 1990s talking about pimping when every pimp that got rounded up and put in jail, all right, for any type of pimp activity. <laughs> and then they will act like they're not paying, but they will come out here and call everybody a trick. When every, every beautiful woman that they've ever slept with has already been paid by some older man or was in backstage at the New Edition concert. Backstage, underage, adolescence. And it's a real problem. I'm one of the only guys that will address this because I have the confidence to address this. I wish black men would come into the year 2022. All right. The 1990s are dead, guys. The 90s are dead. All right. KRS-One, hip-hop, BDP, it's all dead. Pimping is dead. <laughs> it, it's dead. It might come back, but it's dead. Running game is dead. You need to go to the future, son. And using and trying to uplift yourself because you believe you don't pay when I've proven over and over again that you continue to pay and you pay the most. Go down to any child support office. <laughs> go down to any child support office. And I will show you the amount of black men that have paid up the rear end and up the yin yang for free peace league. Still to this day, paying. You're the one that pays the most in child support on a woman you were banging for free. Now, it might not be you, but it's your cohort of men with this mentality that you have. There's no such thing as free. There's no such thing as tricking. And if there is, the men who are actually been able to achieve it and it's minimal cost to them, have already had the women that you think you're getting it for free. They've already had those women. So you're following up on women that have been in these streets. And you. In these streets.
You're seeing men get married and divorce all over the place. You'll never in your one mind say that that guy was a trick. <laughs> You're running around here banging leftovers at 40. And let's just say this. The wannabe players at age 40, especially in the community, you guys are appalling. Appalling. It's disgusting. You're in your 40s trying to be a player. Another 20, 25-year-old, old ideal player. I'm going to play these holes. When these women got more information about men and more information about what you're trying to do, you act like women are stupid and you're getting free guts out here being a player. It's appalling how men who grew up primarily raised by women do not ascend higher than where they are now because they're stuck 25 years in the past. Talking about pimping players and tricks. It's appalling. And I see you follow content creators that emphasize pimping and playerism and trickism and anti-trickism. And you literally think you're out here winning this game. Mm. <laughs> when most of the people you get at best are leftovers and at best fives and sixes. Because if you're getting eights, nines, and tens, you wouldn't be watching Coach Greg Adams right now. I can tell you that. If you're getting eight, nines, and tens, you're not watching my show right now. <laughs> you know why? Because you're banging eight, nines, and tens. It's not a worry. You wouldn't even have ended up in the red pill space. You wouldn't even ended up watching the Kevin video or a Coach Greg Adams video or an Angry Man video or any other video. You wouldn't even ended up here. So at best, you're getting five or six, and you're paying. End the discussion. Married men, you're paying. You're paying not to get it. If you got a fresh outfit on, if you fresh to death, shun, with your hat cocked to the side, shun, you're paying because your ass wouldn't have came out the house dressed like that if it wasn't trying to get for women. So add that up into your damn ecosystem. You're not winning. And so for me, this... I'm telling you, I'm not winning. I'm taking the best case scenario for myself. <laughs> it's appalling. And I, it's always a brother. It's always a brother. I don't know what it is about brothers. I don't know what it is about brothers. But they think they're broke. At the, the lowest rank, the lowest rung men in the economy right now. Always the dudes with the most free pussy. Have you ever noticed that? Have you ever noticed that? The men with the lowest rung economy economically in this country are the ones running around here talking about they get the free, most free pussy. And not only that, they're out here with the most child support payments. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. They got the most blingy watches, the most interest rate, no houses. And then they will claim they're paying zero. I don't get it. I, I, I'm, I'm really super duper stumped on this one. You have no houses. You, none of you own a house. None. Most of you brothers live in apartment buildings with your mama and you saying you out here, <laughs> you're written luxury car vehicles. Your whole outfit is rented. 
Your whole lifestyle is rented, and you're out here saying you're getting something for free. <sighs> you're driving her car. You're letting her buy you three pairs of Jordans per year. And you think you're winning? Please tell me how you're willing. Please tell me how you're winning. And then you come in over here. <laughs> oh, you guys are passionate about tricking. You're all tricking. You're all getting tricked. You're all getting tricked. Are you getting virgins? Are you getting eight, nine to 10 virgins? Well, if you're not, you're tricking. You're getting tricked. Period. You're getting leftovers. You ain't winning. You're not winning. So I'm not saying I'm winning, but I'm saying you're double losing before I'm a double lose. You're going to be a two-time loser. You're evading child support payments and contempt of court charges. How are you winning? Well, I get it for free. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Put all the clothes. Come out the house like me and then try to get some of these hoes. All right, with a black t-shirt, black shorts on right now. I bet you you won't do it. I bet you you won't do it because you're too busy worried about what women think of you. All for the validation of women. And it's sad. I, 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 you guys, I, I'm trying to get black men to get a right mindset. But you guys need to put the pimping away, please. Please put the pimping away. The pimping ain't helping you. Most pimps die broke or in jail or dead. And them hoes turn over state's evidence on them. Put the pimping away. It's dead. It ain't, it ain't coming back anytime soon. They don't need it no more, all right? For better or for worse, put all the playerism away. You are not a player. You're not a player. All you're doing is rotating a group of leftover women. That's what you're doing. You're not winning either. But put the pump and dump away. All you're doing is banging unattractive women and claiming to have success with them. Stop it. Because if you had good, fine, attractive women, you wouldn't be dumping them after one pump. I can tell you that you wouldn't. Put the 1990s game away. It's dead. Women got too much information. They already got too, they got too much access. Put it away. And if you're still using those tactics, I can guarantee you you're not winning. And if you're 40 years old plus, or let's just lower it. If you're 38 plus still talking about you're a player or a pimp, or any of those type of men, you're losing in life. If you can't show me real estate along with that, or land, or a nice vehicle that you own outright, you're losing. <laughs> Period. There is no end. It's in the discussion. But look, you can keep trying to trip. You can keep trying to say that I'm the only one paying, and you're not. You can keep trying. Keep trying that one, right? Keep trying that one. <laughs> if you're running through women, they're left over already. You're not breaking uh, into no new peace leave. You're not breaking into new peace leave. Stop it with the bull crap. <laughs> Without a cause is in here. You're a trick. Here it is. He wants everyone to trick. You're already tricking. 
<laughs> this guy right here, he'll never get it. You're already paying. He'll never get it. And he ain't got no picture or nothing. He ain't got no picture. This is a guy who has no picture. You can't argue with me with no picture. He says he wants everyone to pay. You're... Black men, you guys are going to be stuck in the 1996. I swear to God. You're going to be stuck in 1996. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> anyway, let's get back onto the show here. He got, he, this dude got Tinder premium and he doesn't, he doesn't pay this guy. He got Tinder premium. He on Instagram all day. He's watching my show. He jerks off the prawn on OnlyFans or the free. This one gets the free prawn on the internet, and he talks shit about the people who get OnlyFans. You're the same dumbass. You're the same guys, guys. You're the same guy. Whether you get the free prawn or pay for it on OnlyFans, there ain't no difference from the rest of you. You're both contributing to the ecosystem. Here we go right here. This is what we're going to do. We're going to break some news here. For all of the wannabe Max players and pimps, let's break some news. For all the players and the pimps and the Max, breaking news. Notorious B.I.G. was shot today. Yes, he was shot today somewhere on Wilshire, somewhere in Los Angeles at the at the museum, at the little Peterson Museum. Breaking news. I know this is the first time you heard it, and I'm sorry to break this news. It doesn't look like he's going to make it. Okay, they're still probably on the lookout. If anyone has any, um, if <laughs> if anyone has any information that could lead to the completion of this investigation, please let me know. Breaking news for all the pimps, players, and Max. You heard it here first. All right, do you see where y'all at? All right, that's where I just broke news for you guys. That's what year y'all in right now. <laughs> with this old. All right, you made it way back in 1996 and like 1997. Here we go. Let's go. I got to do the let's go. Let's let's play the hit of the quick again. All right, let's play hit of the quick man. Oh my gosh, let's catch let's catch back up to 2022, gentlemen. All right, are we with us today? We're in 2022 now, all right? Guys think that, see, a Dirty Mac guy is always going to think he's doing better. I got the better way to get women, right? It is 2022. Good Lord. All right. All right. I got to save this picture here. Hold on for I'll, I'll try to save a picture, add this person late to the game here. Okay. Hold on for a second. All right. Uh, let's see here. All right. Hit it or quit it. First contestant. <laughs> 
up for bid. Hold on for a second. Oh, man. Yo, I got too much stuff popping up on my screen. Hold on. What are we doing here? What is this over here? All right. These are the type of guys they still love. Hey, hey, coach, man, can you put Nia Long on the hit of the quitting game? That's y'all. <laughs> hey, coach, can you put uh, uh, Angela Bassett on the hit of the quitting game? No, man, if they over 35, they don't make the game. All right. It's not 1996 again. All right. So let's go with some people who are in current times. Current times. All right. So this woman goes by the name, I think, of Hallie Bailey. Hallie Bailey. Right. Hallie Bailey is up for bid. She is legal. I believe she is junior college age right now. Okay. Here we go. Hallie. Hallie Bailey, all right, she is uh, 21 years old, 21, as you can see, she has good musculature, muscle tone there, Uh, she has the young face, I don't know what year that picture was taken, but uh, this could be in the age range of some people, she looks foldable, and um, I think she's not in these streets yet, but she probably, I think her sister is in these streets, in these streets, in these streets. But um, judging from the photo alone, I don't know anything about her as a person. All right. But we're going to put her up and up, up for bid here. Now, these aren't people that I like. I just basically are taking people at random. All right. So people are like, these are all the women you like. No, I'll just kind of go. I need a black girl. I need a Latina girl. And I just at the last second before I get on the show, I basically just come up with some names. All right. So and I don't even know these names. I just come up and say attractive woman. And then I copy and then I save the picture. So. I'm not saying I like her. I'm just putting her up for you, brothers. All right, so we got a, um, this is uh, this is some hits, some quits. All right, some hits, some quits. It's kind of in the middle there. All right, so let's go to the next one. Uh, the next one is going to be, is this Doja Cat? This is Doja Cat. Doja Cat. I can't. I can't, uh, I don't know anything about her. I don't know any songs by her. I think if I hear a song and you said that's Doja Cat, I would go, okay, yeah. All right. But I think this is Doja Cat. Is she, uh, what is her age? Okay, let me see something. Her age is, uh, where is she at? Uh, he, she is, um, how old is she? She's 26. All right, 26. So a person might say she's too young. But that's you old heads living in the 90s. This girl is 26, right? So, or this woman is 26. She's old. She's young for you guys. A lot of people saying pass, pass. All right, pass. Quit it. Not a lot of support for Doja Cat. Too old, another guy says. Somebody says, is that a guy? Some people are saying yes. Coach, light-skinned Keisha. Woo. Okay, she's a light-skinned Keisha. All right, Doja Cat got a mixed response. So let's go to the next one. Let me see here. Let's go to the next young lady. Let's see if I can shrink that up. Over here. All right. So the next one is going to be Ariana Grande. All of these girls seem to be young looking. All right. Ariana Grande. She has a big uh, following here. As you can see, she's not young enough to crawl on a, on a bed on stage here. I think she's 28 years old. She's 28 years old. Let's see. People are saying, oh, Ariana Grande got a very positive response. Oh, now we got some passes. Ariana got, nope, not Ariana Grande. She does, she's a little small for me. All right, but, uh, you know, 
Oh, a couple people ain't pulling out. Pull out game would be weak. Okay, Ariana Grande has got a probably 70-30. 70-30. I don't know much about her. I just know she's very popular. My daughter told me to don't diss her online. You're going to get torn up. All right, so um, let's go to the next one. I don't know who this is, but it's a pog. All right, so it's a pog. And uh, she's shaped like uh, she likes black men from the 1990s. All right, so. <laughs> all right, 1990s, 1990s, gentlemen. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. She's getting a mixed response. She's getting a mixed response. This is a, one of these thick girls. She's a thick girl. All right. And she's a blondie. No pullout game for me. A lot of people like it. Some people saying no. Thumbs down. Brother saying no. All right. Uh, let's see. I think I have one more. Let's go to this woman. She barely made the market. But again, I was scrambling at the last minute to find women. And this woman's name is Issa Rae. And uh, I think she's 37. 37 years old. I did have to look up her age. So I said she could qualify. You know, anyone 35 or younger gets in the game. If you're 35 and older, you're going to be on the prime and decline game. Prime or decline. Issa Rae, for anyone, she's getting a lot of passes here. All right. Why are we passing on Issa Rae? All right. Somebody says she's too old. All right. Hard boy. She, she got a very negative response. Here we go. Negative response on Issa Rae. Wow. Okay. No, we got a couple hits there. Mostly quits. Granny. Wow. Too old. Man. Boy, it's rough out there. 35 too old. Oh, boy. All right. Shout out to the hit of the quitting game. That's a fun game to break up the little bit of stuff here. But I had to get my brother. I had to get on my brother. Pause. All right, so let's go to the next uh, simp language here. And the next simp language is, she's my queen. She's my queen, all right? And now, in most of these instances, this one typically does, again, like it comes from the community. This usually comes here. Not that um, other cultures don't have pedestalizing language as well, like blonde, bombshell, vixen, um, those those languages tend to come out um, princess. There's another one that I was thinking of that comes out time from time from all across culture. Um, man, there was another one. I can't remember it. But uh, these things will be different. Uh, definitely language men will use in order to pedestalize a woman for no particular reason other than she's a woman. Okay? Now, I don't know if you guys know, usually a queen presides under a king. This is usual, although you do find exceptions to the rule. You know, Queen Nefertiti type of deal. Um, um, the Queen of England at this particular point uh, doesn't preside under a king. But then once she dies, it's going to flip flop. Then um, uh, then you will have the a king of England. And then there's no longer probably not going to be another queen of England. And, and by the way, the queen of England now, God save the queen. Uh, got that position by happenstance, all right, because her brother, I believe, abdicated the throne or her her uncle. I can't remember the story. Shout out to everybody in the United Kingdom. So she wasn't 
going to be the queen. Nobody knew she was intended to be the queen. She ended up being the queen for nearly 70 years, but it was a really odd circumstance for her to get the position, right? So usually though, in a proper context, in a proper context, all right, a queen is under or presides under a king. And thus you need to be a king in order to have a queen. But it typically don't work like that. We will have phrases like she's the queen of the earth. All right. The woman is the queen and all a lot of time like this. And they'll ignore all information about these particular groups of women or their living conditions, circumstances, their economic position, the power they actually yield. Many times they have zero of these things, zero net worth, zero good quality of living. And how does she become a queen? Someone has to ask. Well, this comes from back to utopianism. Yeah, her husband abdicated. I mean, her uncle abdicated. So that's how she then became in line to be the queen. So um, the point I was going to make is, on this one, how does she qualify to be a queen? What makes her qualified to be a queen? She doesn't have anything that represents queen. But this goes back to this utopian ideal where in your past life or in your past life, right, in the past centuries ago, these persons represented queens in your mind. So you make up this mythology that everybody was a queen in this past utopianism where we were taken from or where wherever past life that we used to live. These people were the kings and queens. Well, that's not true. Everybody knows that's not true. Because there could probably be only one queen per village. Not a lot of queens. If there would be a lot of queens, what's the point of being a queen? There has to be one queen, like the queen bee. Then I can go for that. If you want to say one woman is the queen bee, yes, but not all of them. There were a lot of peasants. There were a lot of servants. There were a lot of people who were the um, clowns, more or less, that told jokes. A lot of people were the spell, the, 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 the witch of their tribe. There were a lot of uh, stepsisters, evil stepsisters and stepmothers, peasants and such. But in your mind, this utopianism, you're going to pedestalize a woman for the mere fact that she might be black. Or she might have long hair. You're the princess. You're Princess Rapunzel. And she's earned, she's done nothing to earn this particular title. Or she's earned nothing. Or she gave you nothing in order to get this title. And so if you lead off and you say, this woman's a queen. Or this woman's a bombshell, a blonde bombshell. This woman's a princess. You're basically being putting yourself in a subservient position. Unless you're saying, I'm a king and I recognize you as my queen. But that is an earned title. You got to earn the queen title. You can't just walk in and call her a queen. That is how you become subservient. So I don't get this idea that a person is a queen just for no particular reason without earning it. But this is all pedestalizing language that you're going to hear from a simp in order to make her feel good so he can do what? He can free his way, free his way into some free peace league. So guys that use this language are saying they're not paying. Well, you just paid with your damn ego. You just paid by demoralizing yourself. You just paid by making yourself subservient. And then you wonder why you have problems with women. Because you become subservient to her. Which brings me to the next one. Number two. I have to ask the wife. I have to ask my wife. Oh, you're in trouble now. You can't talk like that. You're going to get me in trouble. You're going to get me in trouble with my wife. I'm going to have to sleep on the couch. I'm going to be in the doghouse. This is all simp, subservient 
language that we are trained and indoctrinated to use. And this stems back from maybe your mother, from some sort of plantation, from some sort of authority that you gave to the matriarch, in which you believe this person is going to cause you trouble or harm based on you, uh, based on you holding your masculine frame, based on you stating a fact. So you state a fact, you're afraid to state a fact because she's going to get pissed and punish you. So if a person's able to punish you, this is the question I want you to ponder, okay? This is the question I want you to ponder. If, or not if, how would you describe how a husband punishes their wife? Okay, how would you describe, and give me some instances that would he could legally or socially punish his wife and then people will give him a round of applause for it. Now, there's ways you can punish her, right? And it would be considered manipulation. It could be considered illegal. I'm not talking about anything illegal. But what ways in our culture do we accept the husband punishing their wives? You can kick her out, do not pay for her. No, this would be considered financial abuse. What way you can cancel the credit card that's, financial ab abuse, uh, you can't withhold sex, you can try to withhold sex, uh, ignoring her, that's only going to work against you, ignoring her, uh, man caves are simping to coach, be the man of the house, uh, give her no attention, at some particular point that she's going to run into another man's arm, but what way in our culture do we describe a husband punishing his wife and we give it a round of applause. Anyone? I see my internet is tripping now. Something that's legal. Finding the mistress is not going to work. That's going to work against her. Cheating is going to work against you. Somebody says pretend to love her. What ways will work for you by punishing her? That's legal. I hear stories about women, uh, husbands locking their wives out after girls' nights out. Does that count? That's going to work against you. She's going to call the police. She's going to take you to court on that one. It's going to be a problem. The only way that is legal, that is legal, there's actually no, there's no, really there's very little yeah, the only thing you could do is walk away. Just walk out. That's the only thing you could do. But if you're married to her, you got a problem if you're married to her. Now, let me ask you this. What ways in our society do we have to express where a wife punishes a husband? Now we can put this in here. What way in our society do we have a way that is legal that a wife can punish a husband? Go ahead and put that in the description, not in the description box. Go ahead and put that in the comment section. I bet you you could come up with 10 times more legal ways and socially, according to the court of public opinion. How many ways can a wife punish a husband? All right, go ahead and name that. A lot of ways. A lot of ways. One of these ways right here. Where is that at? I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. So 
In our society, we have numerous ways in which men can get in trouble with their wives, but we have very few ways, if any, which a man can legally punish his wife and the society will say, yep, she deserved every single bit of it. And this is what I'm talking about. This is how being becomes subservient, because if there was a guy that said, no, I'm going to hold the line, I'm going to hold her accountable for these um, decisions that she made, and I'm going to punish her. I'm going to make her sleep on the couch. She's in trouble with me. She's in trouble with the husband. If the wife says, no, I'm going to buy it and tell my husband later, everybody will say, well, don't come down too hard on her. The point I'm making is men have numerous ways and numerous ways to express that they are in trouble with their girlfriend or wife, but they don't have many ways for men to uh, to distinguish or to discuss how women are in trouble with the husband. And this is because men typically that are in relationships are in there because they're subservient to the woman. They become henpecked. They become henpecked in which she operates as a de facto mother over time in which she can punish him for bad behavior, which is bad behavior only in the context of their relationship. If he does this behavior outside of the context of a relationship, guess what? It's fair game. Meaning if he has multiple women, he's non-monogamous. He buys what he wants. He buys all the cars, clothes, shoes, money. He goes on vacation where he wants. He, he gambles. Whatever he wants to do out of the context of the relationship is fair. He Nobody punishes him. But in the context of a relationship, when she serves as his de facto mother, he's able to still get punished as an adult. And this is because he's subservient. And the only way relationships last is if he becomes subservient, therefore a simp. So let's go ahead and put up this quote. Uh, 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 uh. All right, so Denzel Washington basically says, this is the key to a successful marriage. Basically becoming de facto son to the wife and then telling her and placating her with yes, dear, in order for the marriage to proceed. If he says no, dear, the marriage stops immediately. Okay. Game over. Right? Am I wrong on this one? This is subservient simp behavior. If he manages to cuff his balls at any particular point, he's still going to get punished. His exit plan is going to be a punishment. And people who use these languages right here, this is going to be what's contained in the simp model. So just because you're in a marriage doesn't make you a simp. Just because you're in a relationship doesn't make you a simp. But when you say this, I have to ask my wife before I make this purchase. Now, I know if you're in a financial plan or a budget, that's one thing. Sometimes you might be outside of a budget and you just want to do this as a hobby. Oh, my wife don't like motorcycles. My, life, my wife don't like me to have guns in the house. My wife doesn't want me to have this. She wants that simping. That's going to be simping. If you have to do that on an all-day-to-day day -day basis on everything you do, it's going to be simping, and you're going to get punished for it. Vice versa, if she does it, if she makes a purchase outside of discussing with you, she just says, suck it up, buttercup. And if you get mad at her and check her, and you're in a subservient relationship, you'll probably be sleeping on the couch. You see what I mean? So this is when you hear men say that, you got to feel bad for him. You got to say, oh, man. And this guy will claim he's paying 
nothing. I pay nothing for sex. Yeah, keep coping. You know what? Eventually, you're going to pay nothing. You're going to pay to get nothing. Let me just go and show you examples of that. In men's study, say they don't pay. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. So in that clip, you hear the woman saying, leave my man alone. Leave my man alone. Let him think he's winning over there. Let him think he's doing. He could be out. She says he could be out here banging other bees. This is what she said. But she knows he's got him handpicked and she's going to win. Somebody says he needs a PlayStation, triple OG free agent. But the problem is if he got a PlayStation in that relationship, he knows it will spell doom for him in that relationship because every time he hit that button and it went bling, bling, she would be on his ass and he knows he can't get a PlayStation in his house. That is simping. He knows every time he turned that damn PlayStation on or that Xbox, she going to crawl up his rear end and he doesn't want to do it. Can't get one. He can't see. He get, he sees all what single men are doing and he can't get it. And these guys think they're not paying. <laughs> okay. When you're stuck in your own prison. Yeah, you're a slave. Even she acknowledges that he's a slave. Listen again. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Leave my man alone. Don't let him know he's a slave. Do not let him know he's a slave. Leave him alone. So this is also subservient language that a lot of men use and they think they're winning. So then when I say you're not winning, I'm not winning. We're basically figuring out how to play the game differently. You separate yourself from the guy that does it different. You're doing it the exact same reasons in the exact same way, but you are taking more losses than me. Same thing as a guy that says, well, I'm in a relationship, so I don't have to pay. How, how, how sway, sway, how? Somebody sway. How are you going to tell me you're in a relationship and you don't pay? See, this is the disconnect. This is the disconnect that I'm trying to get men to understand. And I'm going on this. I'm being very much, um, I'm being very much trying to, I, I do this outside of the box. I don't do this just to try to piss people off. I'm getting you to understand that the whole game is transactional, whether you like it or not, whether you like it or not, you're transacting something. You can't participate without transacting. One of these things, money, energy, attention, or time. You're, you're going to transact one of them. You can't lay in your house. <laughs> You say houseway. You can't sit in your house all day and just be getting fine bitches. All right, shout out to you. Let's do some super chat. All right, and then we'll do number one. Born yesterday says morality is simp language. Talk about it, coach. Yes, morality is simp language. Your best superheroes are moral. 
they hide behind moral character. So for you, doing something immoral makes you better, okay? And for some reason, morality, righteousness, and to a certain extent, poverty is considered winning for some reason. Well, I, I don't have all that money, and I'm a good person. Well, I'm a righteous person, so it's righteous, more righteous to be poor. <laughs> You're just like, so you go without being righteous, and you, you can't have money around it? They all use these as a means to try to get themselves to lose more in life or to be satisfied with losing. Morality is nice, but people who use morality as a measuring stick for their day-to-day -day life, they're usually going to be losing way more than they are winning. Morals is morals are one of those things where you're gonna say, Well, I, I don't have all those things because I have morality. And you're still gonna need to pay some bills. How are you going to pay bills? Well, I don't need all those things because I'm a moral person. What? <laughs> Come on, man. I don't pay for women because I'm moral. How? How do you not pay? And how does that make you more moral? Morality is a basically a, um, what do you call it? Morality is basically a get out of jail free card. Um, the pimped out platypus simp purge 2022. Do guys actually like chasing? I don't like being a dancing monkey juggling oranges or ish when I want to just roar. Nope, no, 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 sir. No pimped out platypus. Chasing is fine. They don't consider that a loss of uh, transacting a resource, a aka energy. Sourcing women requires time and energy. It takes time and energy away from other things. So they have all, I don't know where all of this free time you guys are getting. My life is pretty complicated in terms of time. I know I'm on YouTube all the time, but once I'm off of here, I'm scrambling. I'm like this all day. I'm going nuts. I can barely get my dog fed. I got to have somebody come to my house and feed my dog and take her for a walk. Because I'm going to my next appointment after this. Then I'm going to another appointment. Then I'm going to go pick up my kids from school. And then when I come back, I'm jumping on a live stream. Then I got to take my son to basketball practice. Then I got to get dinner going. Then it's all of a sudden it's 930 by the time I get home. Shit, I'm like, what the hell? So where in the hell do I have time to be sourcing women? One of them things got to go. I got to give up one of these things. And that's basically going to be. <laughs> he said, what appointment? Dudes act like I sit here like this all day. Damn, what do I do now? What do I do now? People think I'll just sit here going, waiting for the five o'clock show. All right, I'm gonna wait for the five o'clock show. Let me see over here. Who's, what's this content creator talking about? I barely even I barely even watch content creators like that. I can watch them for five minutes. What are they talking about? Okay, all right, next. Eating rich crackers and cheese. They just think I sit here. You know what? My life is not like yours. I'm actually doing stuff, right? I don't know what you guys do with the rest of your day, uh, but my day is crazy today, all right? It, it's pretty much nonstop all the way to 9.30 p.m. Nonstop. With coaching calls in between. I take coaching calls in the car, all right? On the way uh, to one appointment from the next. It's a little bit crazy. Plus, I'm doing some firearm training this afternoon. 
Uh, black, hold up. What's going on? He says, why so busy? Is that fun? It's accomplishing. I'm enjoying this life, guys. Dude, life is to be enjoyed. You know what? I, <clears throat> how much time do I have today? I have to be off at 10, 15. But I remember one time I went to go visit my relatives in the Midwest. I went to go visit my relatives in the Midwest. And, you know, I know them from a long time ago, but I've been on the West Coast for a long time. And so when I went to visit them, I remember I went to visit them and I got a hotel and a rental car. And they were like, why did, why did you come here to get a rental car? Why, why don't you just stay here? I was like, I'll be damned if I come visit you and then have to depict and just sit there <laughs> without having a car and going to do something while I'm here. So I literally got up, showed there, hey, how you doing? Kissed, hung out, talked to some people. And then I was going to football games. I was going to basketball games. I went to a baseball game. I went up to an amusement park. I went there. I was driving all over the city. And they was like, dang, he came here. And um, he out here doing stuff while he's here. What the hell am I supposed to do? Sit there and look at you? <laughs> I went to go see some old friends, some family that don't talk to this family. I don't get how people do that. I cannot sit there and just be sitting there. And then when I want to go do something, hey, can I borrow your car? Hey, can I, uh, hey, can you take me somewhere? Man, please. I want you guys to enjoy this life. All right. Your family going to be there and some of them ain't going to be there. It is what it is. When I go somewhere, I'm not wasting time. I hit the ground running <laughs> with a plan. I get down. I go see this person. All right. I've been here an hour. Time to go. Bye. Where are you going? I'm going to, uh, I went to go to a baseball game. I'm going to a baseball game. I'm out. You going to a baseball game? Man, I'm telling you, man. Life is to be enjoyed. 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 You man, go enjoy your life, man. I can sit around and talk when I'm old as hell. All right, so anyway, shout out to you. Black Pill Melanin, he says, Coach, the boondocks display to us about simping for streetwalkers. The Godfather was doing it, and one of the grandsons was spitting red pills out. I got to check out that show. I know I've been lacking on the boondocks, but I know they kick some knowledge there. Mel Kell says, Coach, can a man, in fact, hold the line and be a trick at the same time, or is holding the line dead? Well, I use the line, hold the line, in terms of marriage. That's where the line is held, all right? So that's what we're trying to get over legally. I'm trying to avoid the legal complications of divorce and family breakups. That's where I'm holding the line. I'm not trying to give them now. If you talk about feeding the bears or giving them a couple, uh, a couple shekels to go out there and do something that they're doing on a regular basis, I don't care. That That's nothing to me. And it literally, over time, it's nothing for her. She's not going to get wealthy. She's not going to become rich. She's going to need five of me. And all I need is one of her. <laughs> She's going to need five of me on a daily basis. All I need is one of her. Anthony Blow, I was at the Joe to see New Edition concert because it was a bunch of 90s straggle-daggles. Charlie Wilson told the women to grab their man, and most didn't have one. Oh, no, they didn't. 
I know they didn't. They didn't have no man. And they out there thinking that, you know, they, they out there trying to get a man at the concert, showing up with their booties out. Last one, Mel Kell says, uh, Coach, isn't it a fallacy to assume the trick gets to smash before the man who actually deserves desires by the woman gets to smash before the man who was actually desired by the woman? I think you guys are, uh, are, are you saying that she's in a spectrum? Yes. <laughs> Somebody's trying to ask me a question, super chatted. Ask me a question, super chatted. Stop asking the same question over and over in the chat. I'm not going to address it. Okay, guys, is okay, listen, listen. There's a line for a woman. There's a line of men standing there for the woman. Every one of these men is going to try a different strategy to get to that woman. Some will win, some will lose. You'll get in that line, the woman standing there. Okay, what she'll say, what, what are you going to get me to spread my legs? The man in the front of the line says nothing. She puts you to the side. Okay, I'll, I'll keep you to the side. Maybe I'm attracted to you, maybe I'm not, but I'll just keep you here. The next man steps up. I'll give you love. Okay, I can use that. She'll put you to the side and she'll say, I can save you for later. This man comes up, what can you give me? 12-inch salami. She can say, I can use that. I don't come across that very much. I'll let you hit. The dude hits. She comes back in line. She comes back in line after the dude hits. And she comes back with the two dudes standing on the side saying that he could give love and the other one nothing. Then the next man says, I'll give you $250. And then she might go, I could use $250. Well, she spreads her legs. Now, the dude that gave her the 12-inch salami and the pay, she kept and disposed of. But they both got the same thing. Then the other two are in line waiting, giving her nothing, and the other guy giving her love. And then guess what? The next person steps up in line. And he says, I'll give you love. Well, she got a choice now. There's a dude already give me love. This guy wants to give me love. I just had the time of my life with the 12-inch, and I got $250 in my pocket. I'll use some love. I can use some love. I've been demoralized and treated wrong. I'll take you. You're the same guy. You're getting the same... <laughs> for the same piece of peace league. Now, which one of these guys actually won? Which one of these guys can literally say they won? And then the guy that had says, then the next guy says, I'll give you nothing. I'll wait for you. I'll put you to the side. None of them won. <laughs> Nobody won. <laughs> So the person that got the salop, the, the 12 inch of the $5 foot long is the same guy she gave. She, she gave the same stinking peace leave to them for different reasons. And they do it. They all do it. I'm not saying it's a win-win, but what I'm saying is at some particular point, this person right here who said 250 ain't going to get put on child support, ain't going to get no, he doesn't have to take her out for dinner. Anyway. The same woman. But you're transacting in multiple different ways for the same thing. And then one of these guys are going to say, I won. How? Houseway. <laughs> and then the next 12-inch guy comes in and follows up all of those other guys. 
the 12-inch guy comes in and follows up the rest. How did the next 12-inch guy win? It was the same piece of crack. The same piece of crack. And one of the one guy that just said, I'm a bust and leave, he put less in. The guy who had the 12-inch salami, he might have put less in too. She was like, okay, I could use you. But it's the same woman. It's the same woman. She's in a spectrum. And this is how women operate. You think that this woman doesn't do this and don't do that. So it might not be 250 directly, but it's going to be a date. Okay, what can I get? The next man steps up. I'll take you on three dates. And then I'll get to show you how much I, you love me. Maybe we'll fall in love. Well, he's going to put 400 on the table. And then at the end of it, she says, you're such a good man. And got nothing. I don't know. I'm trying to think outside the box for some guys. But you're messing. We're all doing these different transactions with the same people. And they all will transact with different men for different reasons. So who cares? What part of what part of um, what part of uh, who cares do you understand when you understand that one of you guys followed up somebody else? All of you guys have followed up somebody else. You're not getting virgins. Now, if the first guy in line got her to crack her back when she was just barely legal and she was a virgin and he got the peace leave and he dipped, okay. But not when he's 25th in line. Okay, let's see here. Let's go to number one. Who's waiting for number one here? Drum roll, please. Number one, simp language. Oh, wait a minute. That's not number one. This is number one. Women create life. Women create life. This got to be the downright most simpish statement in the history of simping. I know what's coming from your mouth when I hear stuff like this. I already know it's about to be a simp disaster. Everything that you say after that is going to be something I can't respect. Women create life. Now, I'm going to take nothing away from the women who have delivered life to our world. Without them, none of us would be here. But to take away the contribution that the man makes is downright ignorant. And it's downright ignoring science. I know science, trust the science. But a lot of us still operate as if there were no scientists that looked under microscopes to discover how cells are able to lump themselves together to create humanity. You're still operating from the Bible or anything like that, some spiritual teaching that you've been taught, in which people were completely ignorant of science, and they had no understanding how women got pregnant, how women, how life developed in a woman's baby, I mean, in a woman's belly. There was a time in the past that they thought it was just some magical thing that happened. They never understood that when a dude busts up in her raw, that life is created from that. They just thought that the baby just somehow appeared in her belly by a miracle of God. Now we know different. Now we know different. And so any man that says this ultimately will be asking for permission to see their kids in a custody battle. 
when the wife restricts custody because the wife or the baby mother thinks that that kid is hers because it came from her body, that guy is going to be subservient in his belief that she created that life, that she owns that life, that she has better care and nurturing skills for that life. And that therefore I should ask permission for her to see the child that I created as well. But when you think differently and you can say, I helped create that life too. That baby came from my body before it was in your body that I have equal access to that baby. And I don't have to ask you a damn thing because you have no way of determining the time that I spend with my kid. And in that approach, you can go into the courtroom and say, this is my seed as well as her child because it came from my body first. I put that seed in her body. She allowed me to put that seed in her body. And if it wasn't for the millions of seed climbing up her cavity, that life wouldn't be here. Period. Now, this is a fact, as well as the other facts that I've stated, that many men have a problem with. You can say women delivered life, women incubated life, but they don't create life. They don't create life. If a woman says, my body, my choice, she's out of line with science. All she's doing is incubating it for nine months, and which is a miracle amongst itself, but she has no right over that life, more right than you. So for her to say my body, my choice, that's incorrect. It was came from my body first, and that's a part of my body. It's a part of my DNA. We share 50% of that DNA, equal DNA. We created that life together. So it is my choice as well. See, that's how you're going to get out and start thinking like a man and not like a simp. See, simps are still stuck on paying and how things are created. And you're still saying women create life, which is false. It is not true. This is why they call life creation a part of, this is why they call it a seed. Because you are the seed. She is the egg. As a, as a matter of fact, in order to produce that seed, you had to go through a lot to get her to part her legs, which was effort. You had to get her to literally part her legs, whether you paid her 250 or took her out on a date, married her, entertained her, made her pity you. You had to do a lot to make her part her legs just to get in position to put that seed in her. Then you had to create the friction. You had to hold her body in place. You had to pin her down. You had to hold her legs back. You had to do a whole bunch to create that life. And then you had to bust up inside of her. Roar! And then it didn't stop from there. Let's go ahead and show you a biology lesson. It doesn't even stop from there. It doesn't stop from there. Let's go ahead and pull this up. Fertilization is the epic story of a single sperm facing incredible odds. Fertilization. Tremendous odds. Roaring inside of her. You had to do a lot to create this child. To unite with an egg and form a new human life. It is the story of all of us. See, people who say women created life, they're discounting all of this. Fair use. During sexual intercourse, about 300 million sperm enter the vagina. Now, he had to do a lot to get to this point. And if you're discounting the effort that it took to get to this point, to transact this particular relationship that you're going to pay on the back end once this happens. I don't know what to tell you. 
Soon afterward, millions of them will either flow out of the vagina. Millions flow out of the peace leave. Millions. So you could have been leaking on the mattress via a cream pie right now. But nope, that didn't happen, did it? Or die in its acidic environment. However, many survive because of the protective elements provided in the fluid surrounding them. So she's doing her part. The fluids around her protect it and allow the sperm, you, to win. Next, the sperm must pass through the cervix, an opening into the uterus. The, 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 the male is still working here. <laughs> the seed is still working. Usually, it remains tightly closed, but here the cervix is open for a few days while the woman ovulates. Only a few days, meaning another miracle. Another miracle has occurred. She's let you roar up in her in the two days that the, the cervix is open. Miracle. The sperm swim through the cervical mucus, which is thinned to a more watery consistency for easier passage. These guys trying to win. Once inside the cervix, the sperm continues swimming toward the uterus. This is a long ass trip. Though millions will die trying to make it through the mucus. Look, you guys that are sad in life, you could have been one of these guys. You could have been dead like this. But nope, you kept swimming, and then you got here in this life, and you quit on life. Some sperm remain behind, caught in the folds of the cervix. But they so the guys that she let roar up in her previously are all on the side of them walls when you'll see rolling up in there. They may later continue the journey as a backup to the... So Sugar Daddy's seed is up in there. Tyrone's seed. The good man's seed. All right, everybody's seed is up there laying up in the walls right now. First group. Inside the uterus, muscular uterine contractions assist the sperm on their journey toward the egg. Orgasm. However. And a little bit of auto. Now, she's not controlling any of this, by the way. She's doing nothing. She's just sitting there. Resident cells from the woman's immune system mistaking the sperm for foreign invaders destroy thousands more dang man you lucky to be here you lucky to be here you getting destroyed even when you get past the uterine wall next half the sperm head for the empty fallopian tube while the other half swim toward the tube containing the unfertilized egg she just sitting there what has she done she just lets you get in between them legs, right? Now, only a few thousand remain. Uh-oh. Inside the fallopian tube, tiny cilia push the egg toward the uterus. Now her to body's continue, working. The sperm must surge against this motion to reach the egg. Against Some impossible sperm odds. Some get trapped in the cilia and die. Dang, boy, you impossible odds. During this part of the journey, chemicals in the reproductive tract cause the membranes covering the heads of the sperm to change. As a result, the sperm become hyperactive, swimming harder and faster toward their destination. So if you discount your effort in baby creation and you don't acknowledge this, you're a simp. At long last, the sperm reach the egg. Here we go. Only a few dozen of the original 300 million sperm remain. A few dozen out of 3 million. Think of how much you take life for granted and you're sitting there watching other people do and you ain't doing a damn thing. And you're a miracle by yourself. The egg is covered with a layer of cells called the corona radiata. 
Still, the sperm must push through this layer to reach the outer layer of the egg. The still miraculous zona pellucida. When sperm reach the zona pellucida, they attach to specialized sperm receptors on the surface, which triggers their acrosomes to release digestive enzymes, enabling the sperm to burrow into the layer. Now, once that sperm gets in, nobody else can get in. You're a miracle. 300 million. You're a winner. Inside the zona pellucida is a narrow, fluid-filled... That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Everybody gets the point. So who creates life? I'm going to tell you right now. You literally have looked at the process in which you were an active participant. And by virtue of that, you will have to pay child support on the end. And that is the only way they admit that you're a part of the life, like my life-making process. That is the only admission. Every other admission that you will say yourself or the world will say is that's her baby. You have to ask her. You have to do right by her. She's the queen. She creates life and she does not. And I'm not taking anything away from them, but at that point, then there's an effort made. Then there's life creation. There's baby making. There's incubation. There's a charge that she has to make sure she does live a good life. No smoking, no drinking alcohol. Okay. And all of those things. So who creates life? It's both. It's both. And that's no problem saying that. You shouldn't have a problem saying that. But in this world, we have a problem with people saying stuff like that. Okay. Men understand that that's their seed. They planted that seed. And thus, he should take responsibility of that seed. And he shouldn't be excommunicated from the seed's life. Unfortunately, we let women walk away with babies all the time. Okay. Go on and walk away. It's your baby. All right. Anyway. Let's do the rest of the super chats. Thank you for the contributions. Uh, no drift says black men will never understand how tricking makes you richer and satisfied. It allows you to focus on being productive and acquire resources. My friends clown me, but I'm rich, travel, and cut. LOL. Yeah, I get. I tell. I tell you, black men economically are the lowest rung of earners, and yet they have the most time to be acting like they get panties. I swear to God. I mean, I wish. I wish brothers would grow up for real. It's time to grow up. It's time to grow up. Nobody's impressed you can get women, <laughs> okay? Especially you old-ass dudes. Over 40, nobody's impressed that you can get women. They are easily gettable, <laughs> okay? That's one of my favorite lines from Wall Street. Why are you wrecking these companies? Because it's wreckable. Women are easily gettable. And the easiest way to transact them is to what? Stop trying to act like you're good, a good guy because you can get women outside of the uh, outside of money, which is not true. Nobody cares about your old player ass. And shout out to Rick Red, Rich Red. He says, you play a hating coach, LOL. <laughs> play a hating ass dude. Yeah, I'm a player hater. Because you're doing nothing impressive at this point. Now, if this was 1901, it would be impressive. In 2022, it's not impressive to get women. They'll do anything for anything right now. Anything. He says, yeah, all you need is a Porsche. Oh, so that's when I started getting women? I, when, when the Porsche came? Oh, okay. But it helps. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it helps. Blue Baggins says, your whole lifestyle is rented. He says, that's bars, coach. Hit him with the... I got money. Ninjas be owning nothing. With nothing to do all day, but chase skirts. And then when I ask you, where have you been? 
Oh, I ain't never been on an airplane. I ain't never been skydiving. I ain't never been out of the country. I can't get no passport because I owe past child support. It's always the story, but you getting women. That's got to be one of the saddest existence of life. When you've done nothing else, but you get women. That was impressive when you were 19 years old. <laughs> okay. It's not impressive anymore. Joseph Norris is not free. It was not free in the 80s or 90s either. Nope. You had to do something. Ain't, okay, what's about? Ain't nothing going on but the rent. So if a woman says ain't nothing going on but the rent, that's requiring a payment of transaction. That's a transaction. So however the rent gets paid, you've transacted the relationship. But guys, they still don't see it. You still don't see it. You refuse to see it. I don't care. You don't have to see it my way. You don't have to see it my way. But the results speak for themselves. All right. When you still living at your mama's apartment and you got to sneak girls in, but you're bragging to me about you're getting girls, you're losing in life. You're definitely losing. <laughs> all right. You're definitely, you ain't beating me at all. By a country mile, I'm kicking your ass in life. Okay. Brisk Clown. He says, taking her, somebody says, the humble says, taking her out to eat is tricking. I'm to this point trying to understand how that's not tricking. I'm trying to, fi I'm trying to figure out how that's not in the, the level of pain. Let me, let me just not say tricking because tricking, the, I'm trying. I'm trying to understand how is that not transacting? Somebody please tell me. All right, Brisk Clown, shout out to you. I had to pay my tuition for my course at the Monkey Double Backflip University and Mitch Ninjas. Hit the like button. Hit the like button, brother. Or hit the dislike button. I don't know. Nola Insight, damn coach. The Pippin dead, died dead. The Pippin died dead. Good content as usual. Yep, the Pippin, the, the pimps. I mean, how many, how many men do you know that said, I'm a former pimp. Now I got millions of dollars at the end of it to show you. Guys, my uncle was a pimp, literally, legally a pimp. And he's in jail for hundreds of years for pimping. That should tell you something. Hundreds. He was a real, I mean, you can go look up the case. I won't give you the details. And it is a legal charge for pimping. And he's in jail for like 156 years. I'll be damned if I'm going to go out there and copy that model. <laughs> okay. What? <clears throat> Hell no. There's nothing impressive about it. And that's where pimps go to rest. Right there. That's their rest haven. So when guys are out here, yeah, I'm pimping, I'm pimping. I look at you like you're a damn fool. You're, you're a fool. All right. How is that impressive? Okay, you know female nature and you're able to manipulate them. And? How can you use that to your best example? Uh, how can you use that to your best ability without getting busted? <laughs> and then guys will call tricks some, doing something illegal and they want to be a pimp. Wait a minute. You're, you're doing something illegal, but then you come over here and say, I'm doing something illegal. Make it make sense. <laughs> 
ACDC says women are going, women are going to keep running circles around dudes fixated with language. What's tricking just about uh, just another way to guilt gumps with sign language. It makes them feel better. It makes them feel better. And I'm not telling you how to transact with women at all. What I'm telling you is it's all transaction. It's all transaction. I don't look at them as any different. So a woman can sit under a man for 10 years, get paid, uh, all her utilities paid for. He can put seed in the woman. He can pay for all the private school. He can pay for the tuition. He can pay for the majority of the mortgage. He can pay for the car note, but he didn't pay. He didn't pay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Your, 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 your father was a trick. I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> Domain Stickham says you should do a quick poll for hit it and quit it. I can't do only so many polls on there. I can only do so many polls. Charlie Jones says, uh, thank you, coach. I need my daily red pills reminder to override 20 years of blue pill programming. Fellas, stop lying on smash and pass. Y'all hit anything. And that's the truth, too. Guys will always say a girl is ugly, but I always catch you with an ugly girl. And guys, if you're getting free sex from ugly women, you're paying. Okay, that is a pe- that is pain. All right, because that's a painful experience to get sex from ugly women. And you're all getting sex from ugly women. Don't have to lie to kick it. All right, so you're literally paying because you're lowering yourself to get sex from a woman you're not really attracted to, but you're so desperate for sex that you got to get it from her. Oh, you paying a big price and esteem. You got to deal with toxic ass woman. Okay, come on. All right, Black Pirate. And then, yeah, anyway, Black he said you paying with your soul. You putting your soul into a woman and your seed into a woman that you really can't even look at her face after you bust. You paying. Because I don't have to do that. See, you have to do that. I don't have to do that. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, black, <laughs> you paying with your whole dignity and respect. Oh, but I don't pay. Oh, you paid. You paid because you're going to be attracted to women like that for the rest of your life. All right. Black Pirate King says, Coach, question, what's the best way to protect yourself from going back black pill or blue pill? Going back blue pill. Um, well, you got to find some sort of source to keep you distracted from fantasy. From fantasy, because the fantasy don't exist. Unicorns don't exist. Soulmates don't exist. I mean, it can exist in your world, but it, it really doesn't exist. If it existed, people would be successful in relationships. And relationships are highly unsuccessful. Highly un- unsuccessful. But every time you get into a new one, you have hope that it will be successful. Um, that tip, That literally doesn't work that way. You'll be in 50 relationships by the time you get one decent one. So the best way to protect yourself is to keep educating yourself and staying busy. I stay busy. And I stay busy enjoying life. So I don't have time to be thinking about what's possible because I'm already doing. I stay busy as hell. Why you stay busy? Because there's so much to do. I don't have time to go, what if I met the right woman? What if I meet a woman and she's the biggest nympho ever? And it'll change my life. It ain't going to be nothing. I met Nymphos, and after about a couple of weeks, I'd say, well, this shit is getting too time-consuming for me. 
<laughs> right? All of a sudden, I'm staying up 2 in the morning, 2.30 in the morning, and then I'm groggy for work the next morning. How is that not pain? How many of you guys have met women like that? You with them, you're getting it for free, for sure. You're not transacting it. She keeps calling you over there. You keep smashing her. But when your ass go to work in the morning, you drag an ass. You didn't make it to the gym that morning. You didn't look at your investments that week. Because you're too busy trying to pipe down some free peace leave. You are paying for it at the end. Guys, pay on the front end or the back end. All right, Raul says, any type of accountability on women is considered abuse today. The only punishment or power we have to, as men is walking away. And then when you walk away, guys, that's when you obtain all the power. The best thing you can tell a woman is no. That's the only time you have power. If a woman offers you her peace leave and automatically you dive in, you pay. You don't have any power over her. She got all the power over you. If every time she messes up and all she has to do is open her legs and you go, okay, she has the power. You don't. If you have to dive into every free piece of peace leave you can get, she has the power. And peace leave has the power. You don't. But you don't pay. Shout out to Rare Cuisine Gaming. Shout out to you. Andrew says, rest in peace to T-Mon, who got shot on his birthday. The actual King Smith says, I had a typo in the earlier super chat. I learned about domestic discipline. A small subset of people practice it. I found it interesting. Check it out. Check, check it out. Check it out. Domestic discipline. Okay. If you wash the dishes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and she washes the dishes on Tuesday or cooks meals Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and you go out for dinner on Sundays, you're paying. And she has the power. Uh, Eric says, no two morals are the same. Uh, that's their, wait, that the hypocritical part of that, or that's the, I see it, that's the hypocritical part of it. Morals according to who? A morals according to who? You have a moral position. I don't have a moral position there. I think this is fair game. You think that's foul. Who's right? Who's to say who's right? Joe K, but coach, she thick. Jake, junior college, Kaylee's all summer long. Yes, indeed. Moron says, I have to respectfully disagree, coach. Selective morality is fruitless, but a person living morally lives in a blessed and whole different set of rules. None of this works the same. But it's difficult to determine. Yes, I hear you, Moron, but it's difficult to determine Whose morals are we living by? Because that's where it gets really tricky. And then when you open Pandora's box, then anything goes. All right, the pipped out platypus. I watched some movies again recently and listened to Killmonger and Thanos and was like, these dudes are making some good points. Superheroes more uh, morality gets them effed up. The superhero is also an antagonist to the anti-hero. Sometimes we think that uh, the villain is a villain, but he literally has a circumstance that caused him to do what he's doing, or he has an idea that caused him to do what he's doing. And oftentimes people can sympathize for the villain, but he's an anti-hero. He's, he's a hero for his cause. Now, if you flip the story, this is actually taking place in the series called Cobra Kai. 
in Cobra Kai, they basically flipped the narrative to make the villain, the guy in the Karate Kid, the original hero in the Karate Kid, is now the villain. And the original villain in the Karate Kid is now the sympathetic figure. Have you noticed that they've done that recently with series in order to show um, 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 in order to show uh, that there's a, there's, a, there's a dichotomy of morality. There's morality on one side and morality on the other side. I can flip the story and make the hero the victim and um, uh, the hero the villain and the villain the hero. It's just all perspective. Same thing with morality. I can flip it to make it moral or amoral. But Killmonger and Thanos be talking, and it's like, yeah, this is let's do what he's doing. Uh, Eric Herbert, coach, why do we still try to date traditionally in modern times? Everything that has been romanticized by women about men is like being a man or a gentleman, aka paying for dates, only ever existed because of broke women. That's the problem with the dating marketplace. Women have moved up the economic ladder. But still, men are somewhat required to pay for dates and they never are going to break bread. To me, that is a big uh, place of manipulation. But men participate in that and they think that they're winning or they're doing the right thing and they're respecting women. I don't have a problem with paying for a woman, but it's going to have to be a, a woman that I've had violated her body in many, many numerous ways. Nobody's getting a free, strangers do not get free meals. All right, that's all I'm going to say on that. All right, NRGC says, thank you, coach. Your message changed my life. Thank you, sir. Flow, thank you, coach, for saving a few souls this morning. Shout out to the coach gang. All right, rational or rationality, the less I care, the more they come. I got money. Yeah, dude, that's another, I got money. That's another thing that happens. Uh, the line of men that they have, the guy, uh, it's kind of like a, if you go on a woman's social media and she posts a picture of herself, she won't respond to the majority of men or she'll give them a halfway response. But if they say, if a man comes in and says something negative, she's going to respond to that. Same thing as if she has a boyfriend or a husband who never responds to their social media posts, who doesn't follow them. She's going to be more attracted to that guy. She's going to be like, how come you don't follow me? How come you don't like my posts? Meanwhile, a bunch of other guys like her post and they don't matter. King Chris, hey coach, that's how the PUAs make their money, getting men to buy their programs and shaming pay for play. He says, you're ruining their business model. Yep, that's what they're doing. And then the guy, there was a guy in here saying, keep pumping your audience to get to go trick. Okay, meanwhile, I'm living a whole damn good life. Okay, but you're worried about peace leave all the time. That is your problem, gentlemen. Everything revolves around peace leave. That makes you a huge simp. So you're saying all that I do with my money is trick. I don't put it back into my business. I don't save. I don't invest. I don't do anything. When you live that way, that tells me you cannot get out of your own way. Everything revolves around peace leave. That tells me you're a super simp. And trying to avoid not paying is not a strategy. Okay? It's not a strategy. It literally is you trying to cope with you're broke. That's what that's all it is. You're broke. <laughs> you're trying to cope with the fact that you're broke. I don't know a man that has money that is trying to keep money away from the ecosystem of getting women. 
I know zero men that have money. You know why? You know why? Because he got money. $250 is nothing. He'll take this woman on a date. He'll buy her airline tickets. He doesn't care because it means nothing to his bottom line. But you know whose bottom line it means to something to? Broke-ass ninjas. Period. Because $250 will break your bank. You'll have to rebudget your whole life over $250. That's why. And you want to be moral high ground because you don't got it and you can't compete. Period. <laughs> just say you can't compete. Look, if you broke, just say that. <laughs> for a second. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and effort. God. Anyway, shout out to the coach game. We got one more. Rico Cheeto. He says, I told a coworker that man cheating or a man cheating is like sport fishing. After she told me her baby daddy cheated, she's still giving him the peace leave. She dated a guy for six months and didn't give him any. There's guys out here that are doing that. You guys are dating women that are fornicating with other men right now. And you're out here with ugly women sitting over here <laughs> talking about you get it for free. Oh, my God, guys. If you don't tie them down financially, you ain't getting it for free. Trust nobody's getting it for free. Anyway, man, I'm tired of even talking about that. I'm tired of even talking about it. If you want to debate me, put $1,000 up and have a show that has enough followers for it to make sense for me to come debate it. I don't want to go over there and you're going to get 250 views on the video. I'm going to charge you per view. I'm going to charge you $100 per view. All right? Have a channel. Have something significant. Don't be broke. Don't be in your damn yellow lighted background apartment complex talking about you banging fat women. And then when I call them fat, you you say, no, nah, coach, she thick. Mm. <laughs> okay. These are the women you banging. The research says that black women, when we do the same diets as white women, we lose less weight and we lose it slower, even when we're following the diet than our white women counterparts. And what, and what public health practitioners think is that our stress responses in the body change our metabolism. It's literally that the racism that you're experiencing and the struggle to make ends meet actually means the diet don't work for you the same. <laughs> Last point, the dudes that say they get peacefully for free are the same dudes that steal toilet paper and napkins from restaurants and ketchup and you at home with a drawer full of ketchup napkins and toilet paper and then you getting through life saying you get it for free you go in the gas station bathrooms and steal the bar of soaps that's you guys all right that's you guys all right you siphon off gas from people's gas tanks and put it in your gas and then you say you get gas for free <laughs> shout out I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Ha <laughs> ha! Shout out to you guys, man. We gotta get out of here, man. Next appointment calling. Peace. <laughs>